Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chud Show special edition. We're recording a commentary track for Sky Captain, the World of Tomorrow movie that we're very passionate about. Uh, so if you are playing along with us, this is the moment where you press play. It's myself, Nick Nunziata, Steve Murphy, and Justin Waddell. I've already pressed play, by the way. Okay, so right now we see the Paramount logo. Um, in the background somewhere, Kerry Conran is typing 30 go to 10 and is about to hit run. That's the same mountain, oddly enough, used in Lord of the Rings, where they, they lit the fires that set the entire Middle Earth on fire. Let me ask you a question before we get started. Um, did you download the new patch for this movie? I, I did think not. they released a patch. To, did I, you? No. So we're not. it's not the latest. This, is, this isn't Patch Adams. Oh, okay. These titles were designed by Maurice Bender, even though he died about 15 years earlier. So the, the concept behind Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow is this. Kerry Condon was a huge fan of Pulp. Um, so he uh, also had a computer and knew how to use it, and he made this. Oh, shit. Jude Law's in this. Look at this. Look at that. See, it's in three dimensions. Uh, I think the reason we're doing commentary about this track is because uh, it, it's a movie that people, I, I guess it's becoming bigger and bigger. Oh, yeah. In people's minds. It's huge. I mean, yeah. people, people don't stop talking about this movie, right? Yeah. Now, what we're watching here is a Hindenburg, which is a famous blimpy. One of my favorites. <laughs> is there any truth to the rumor? And I, I read about this, actually. Um, the original title of this was Skull Captain. No. Because I was... So I always thought it would have been a better title. The, ru- the big rumor for this movie, the way, he's, the way he sold it, got his pitch in there, was that he had... To, he developed the uh, concept on his, um, was it a Commodore 64? I think so. And uh, he brought that in to the studio and he said... Oh, hold on, are those real hands? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're looking at inside the blimp right now. Um, and he said, we can do this whole movie. Um, I'll design everything on the computer. You just get me some uh, A- A-list actors. And they said, well, we can't get you A-list actors, but we can. We might be able to get you Jude Law. Those are not real hands. <laughs> so the, the idea... The idea here being is that the film was shot in front of a blue screen. The entire movie is performed in front of a blue screen. There's no sets. And now, this technical question, does that mean the screen was sad? A- after the release. <laughs> There's no denying the sheer beauty of this film. I mean, look at this. Look how the light shines wonderfully off of that pixelated Hindenburg. Artificial light. But a real Hindenburg. That's yeah. a design technique, uh, trademark, Cary Conrad. Gary Connor and his brother uh, were really high-tech dudes. They, they did a lot of uh, graphical work. I think his brother was the guy who did the special effects. Uh, Carrie was the guy that directed and wrote the film. And uh, their parents are the ones who disowned them after this came out. <laughs> the- <laughs> this is my favorite scene, by the way, in the whole film. My biggest problem with this is how grossly historically inaccurate this film is first of all nazis did not have white hair oh really they did not a lot of soft focus in this movie in this movie a lot of soft hands did you see that scene earlier yeah so this is we're seeing uh, some people um using the empire state building the, the proper way as a zeppelin dock and they are uh disembarking to enter this is it snowing indoors it might be. Actually, there were some people who said that um, the World Trade Centers were used properly as well. Okay. 
Um, now, the, hot off the presses, the Hindenburg ill. Sort. I don't. I understand don't understand it. that either. I mean, what does that mean? The, oh. Okay. So, the, so what's happened is this guy Jorge Vargas lost his life, and that's he's just the latest in a series. So that's fucked up. And Polly Perkins is played by the Quint. miraculous Gwyneth Paltrow. Yep. I thought it was Jude Law. No, he comes later. He's the, I believe he's the sky captain. No, she plays she plays Polly Perkins in this. And then Iron Man, she plays... Pepper Potts. So she, is that something in her contract? that Alliteration? Yeah. Also shot um, in front of a blue screen, Chronicle. See, see, I think what everybody involved in this film thought was that it was going to revolutionize cinema. The idea of um, stripping a film of, of all the artifice of set building and all of the box office and just distilling it down to watching it on an iPad <laughs> in the year 2012. It was, I mean, hugely ahead of its time. Um, you know, it was one of those movies that, yeah, like you said, I think a couple sites had said it was... They thought it was like the most influential, yeah, movie of the last decade. Mm-hmm. When did it come out? Uh, I, in the two thousands. It's Michael Gambon. Are you trying to say that if this was actually filmed in nineteen thirty two or thirty three, it would have been ahead of its time by about a year? I've been told. I've been told that Kerry Conran takes a copy of this whenever he's applying for a job, someplace. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's fills out the fills out the, the application. Slips of a copy of Sky Cat. Does he work at Blimpy? Says, have you heard of this? And they're like, no. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying is that it's apparently a very influential movie. But, <clears throat> I mean, who's seen it? See you know what I'm saying? Like, who's, who, who, like, that's directing and writing movies now, do you think that they've, that they're, this is like a touchstone for them? Well, I mean, I, enough people have seen it to get it onto iTunes. It's funny because I, when I, when I downloaded the rental copy, I couldn't, I didn't want to buy it. I rented it for this event. When I downloaded it, I got an IM from K Conrad eight oh six saying thank you, thank you. I hope he said it like that. So what exactly? We're watching. Um, what? Well, it, hold on a minute. Let me get a bit of real trivia here for you. Uh, Michael Gambon, who was in the scene earlier, was actually considered for the role of James Bond after Lazenby quit. But then uh, they realized they didn't want James Bond to look like a sack of dog shit. Well, that's why he turned the role down. He said his his tits are too big. My name is Basset Hound. Basset Hound. So what, like, what actually is on Conran's computer? What isn't? Is it the actors that just are, aren't, and then like everything else is? Like, everything else is, or is there like when they when they Gwyneth is sitting at a desk? Is the desk real life? Too? Well, I mean, it's funny because on the outtakes, I, like he didn't really know filmmaking. He knew mm-hmm. special effects, and he had a great love of pulp. Wait, but he wasn't presses. He didn't know filmmaking. <laughs> and we had we like I, there was like this acclimation period. So he get. Gwyneth Paltrow would come over to his parents' house, mm. and uh, his film set, and 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 uh, he'd say, "Stand in front of the computer." <laughs> That's what I'm saying, though. What what exactly did they have something on the actual DVD that like flags everything that is computer generated? That would be worth it to me yeah. to see to see what you know. I, obviously, the actors are not; their okay. clothes are not. Yeah, the score is though the music. Now, the, okay, this is interesting trivia. Uh, uh, heavy makeup. On this character that Gwen is speaking to, that's William Ragsdale, heavily made up. They just, they just got, they're just, uh, they're watching The Wizard of Oz in color. Interestingly enough, isn't it? It's funny that that it's in color, 
but the movie is kind of black and white. You know, monochromatic. Is, is monochromatic movie. CPA. Yeah. That's a little Connor Wait, touch. Here's you know another interesting thing. Wasn't when did the Wizard of Oz become color colorized? It always was. It always was. Fuck. Or at least when they went to Oz. What an awful movie. I thought The Wizard of Oz was pretty good, actually. Yeah, I like that movie. Actually, uh, the funny thing about Sky Captain is that it, it was ahead of its time. If this had come out in 2010, it would be in 3D. It'd be getting all that special treatment. It would probably have been a hit. That would not have been a hit. Oh. It would have been in 3D, though. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's, what, what is it that kept this film from becoming a, a huge hit? Well, I think a number of things happened. <clears throat> I think that they cast Jude Law. They did. No, oh, do you want more? Oh. <laughs> um, I just think it was a very high concept movie, and very geeky, <clears throat> and you know it just didn't. Um, I didn't energize people enough. The critics didn't certainly didn't love I, it. I, I think it was. I, I, it wasn't a, f- a complete dud. Mm-mm. Um, but it was, but it wasn't a complete critical success or failure. It just was one of those. It was kind of just dull, a dull, a dull symphony. I remember, and you mentioned um, earlier that we were in the first test audience, for the first world screening of this movie. That was a good night. That was fun. Well, we liked it. We liked the movie. Yeah. How'd you like the film? I like it. I, I like it. Rumor has it that you fell asleep during the screening. <laughs> I did fall asleep during the. <laughs> I was beat up. Good indicator. I, I missed the whole the best part of the movie, pretty much the Lost but it World wasn't, stuff. We saw the world premiere. There was no one there, though. Like Connor wasn't there, right? He was there. That he was there. Yeah. Did he inter- he introduced the movie? I think so. I think so. I think I think one of the stars was there too. I don't remember who. Don't Good to know this film's left a lasting impression on you. Well, this has been ten years ago, nine years ago. Keep going. It's been a while. Some of the arguments uh, that said why the film wasn't a huge hit was they said it was too smart or too or too rich, you know, too much of the time. Do you think that's the case or do you think it was something else? Um, I, I'm not exactly sure. I think it, I think let me take this thing away yeah. from you. I think he's right. I think it did pay too much homage to its roots. Instead of yeah. although actually the most original thing in this is Tottenkopf, his name. The name itself. Oh. It's very original. See, this style, I love this. I love the old school style. Yeah, and that's how they sold it. I mean, he sold obviously sold the whole style. That's what it, he said. We're going to shoot it like in, like in you know, those old movies. We're going to, that's how they, the whole concept is what he sold. And then, in, you know, that's what people just didn't buy off on. They didn't want to go see a throwback weirdo geek movie. It's hard not to like giant robots walking around town. Yeah. I mean, this movie certainly has its, has its, uh, Huge fans, I'm sure. So with the com- the computers he used would probably need a pretty huge fan because this is fucking some serious processing power. <laughs> See, that's so that's so out of old movie. Uh, it, it's and and I think in the way that the uh, that Watchmen was almost a carbon copy of the of the comic. This is very much completely riffing on very familiar camera angles and tropes. You know, like everything, it's 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 almost like a, a cover. Here comes the, the this here, scene here was ripped off from Radar Men from the Moon. That scene right there. Okay. Totally. Now, Justin, you made you you made a comment about Jude Law being mm-hmm. maybe not the best star to have. Oh, 
I think at some point they had, they were kind of posing him to be a huge star, but it just never happened. Obviously, this is one of his. This is our introduction to him, <clears throat> and um, he produced this movie, I believe. Oh, he bought the uh, software and stuff. He believed in the concept, pushed it, believed in himself, and the role of Sky Captain. Uh, believed in Giovanni Ribisi to play his mechanic best friend. Uh, believed in who else is in this movie? Angelina Jolie. Oh, Jolie with the eye patch. Bai Ling. Bai Ling. She's she isn't it. Speaks two languages. <laughs> Gwyneth, get out of there! Whoa, close. That would have been a good three D shot. That may not have been the most effective action sequence. Yeah, I wondered when we were watching this. I wonder how if it would look a little dated. Um, Especially if you consider how how ineffective her movements are and how he, she's acting in front of a blue screen. That's what I'm saying because I just wondered because he when he he did this on Windows 98. I think so. That's about so I wondered how much it would be dated, but you know they kind of make it look dated anyway. So it's like he's protecting himself. He's Carrie Connor kind of smart. Yeah. Interesting. They're showing Wuthering Heights on the back. Uh, Olivier was in that one. Not the same year this film was produced, however. No. Olivier Gruner? No. I don't know who you're talking about. See this is see those lo- that logo on the back of the uh, robots. One of my favorite T-shirts. Got a free T-shirt from that screening. You did. I wore it for wore it for years. I didn't. Shirt. I didn't get that. Did I? I don't know. You weren't use that shirt as a blanket because you were sleeping. You're not a Holly. You're not a Hollywood mover or shaker. That's for sure. You're not a Hollywood snorer either. You slept your ass off, didn't you? I fell asleep. Nick fell asleep in another movie we saw recently. I fall asleep when I hate a movie, or when I'm tired. That's a cool shot of robots la- lasering things. I wonder after this movie came out that the studio referred to him as Carrie Conman. You know? Yeah. Because he certainly uh, didn't deliver the, the promise. Forgive me. I wanted to make a comment on the sound. that yeah. The robot laser sound is taken entirely from the sound that the glaive makes. In, in uh, Kroll. In Kroll, yeah. It's, it's the exact same sound. The exact same sound. How many of these sounds do you think he kept for like error messages on his computer? Do you think uh, whenever there's an error message on his computer, it just plays the entire movie? <laughs> there's a ver- he's doing uh, his next film. He's doing a, a League of Their Own remake just like this. Well, you know, it's interesting about he was going to do, originally he was going to do Princess of Mars. It was going to be his follow-up. Can you imagine the, the one-two punch of those? Because fa- that would have been a failure no matter who did it, I think. And so... <clears throat> he must that's that's the John Carter movie for those who don't. Yeah. The funny thing is, is like I I can't imagine he had any more pulp demons to exercise after this because he really kind of throws a lot of machinery at the machine. I mean, what is he? What is untouched at the end of this movie? It would have been interesting to see what he did after this if he if he would have he would have gotten another like he would have been like all right I, I'm a director for hire now and then they give him like um, the Grudge too. You know, so Gwyneth's in love with Jude Law. Gwyneth got some. Uh, I remember after we saw this, everybody didn't. People didn't like Gwyneth in this movie, but I, I kind of liked her in this. I thought she I'm a good. I'm a fan of Gwyneth, but but there's no performance really in this movie that's all that 
en- enthusiastic. Talking about what about Rubisi? I, I'm tired of him. Bai Ling is kind of cool. She shows up pretty soon, I believe. Right? She's not in a whole lot, but she didn't she kill the scientist? I thought she kills the scientist or something. She doesn't she look like Darth Maul or something? Doesn't she have like some sort of special sword yeah. and she here come it. the Nazis? That's the best thing I've ever heard. And the Limeys. Oh, <laughs> I can't say that. I think part of the problem with this movie uh, is that biplanes get boring fucking quick. Well, that's the thing. Also about this movie, that's funny. It's inter- it's kind of interesting. It just looks like it make a, be a, such a pain in the ass to make. Do you know what I'm saying? Like when you watch it, everything is so detailed and uh, lovingly crafted on a, you know, a very powerful desktop computer. Um, what a pain he has to make this movie, though. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It must have been. He must have just maybe he wanted to retire after this. Maybe there wasn't. A- well, I mean, I, th- I think what part of the problem for him is that he busted his ass. Yeah. For years, probably over a decade on this on this concept. Right. And then. um you know, he decides to take a break from all this work, starts to play some Xbox, puts on Crimson Skies, the same exact movie happens on, as a, as just a, a value-added part of a video game. Oh, that's right, Dex. That's, uh, G- so Jude Law just hopped out of the plane, asked where Dex was. Dex is Giovanni Ribisi. Here we go. Here, Giovanni Ribisi saying, how can I add some quirks to this role? As he does in every film, right? Would you say? Oh he, yeah, he has a. You think Giovanni Ribisi has a performance ever where he's not quirky? Is there a one performance where he doesn't have a quirk? We can take care of each other. What's that? The, the other sister. Now, uh, what about um, what about the Mod Squad? Now he played, but he played. He played the. Yeah, maybe I don't know. That's as close as you're gonna get with Giovanni. Think so. I love he was amazing, by the way, as the bad guy in Breaking Bad. I think that's his best. Wasn't him. Who? Giovanni Ribisi? Yeah. Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, well, I get those two. Name mixed up. <laughs> One of the things I don't like about some of the things they do here is the poses are so super exaggerated. But there's not that. It's almost as if... Um, the actors aren't a hundred percent buying into the vision. What are you talking about? Like you know, there's like like that pose of Sky Captain when he got off the plane. Mm-hmm. Where's Dex? It was just like a total like uh, it was like a propaganda poster come to life, right? And and uh, it, 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 it the the way that the way that Jude Law did it. I mean, he's pretty looking guy, mm-hmm. but he's not he's not necessarily he doesn't have that f- that ferocity. Or uh, the the kind of witty intelligence behind his eyes that like a Bruce Campbell or somebody like that has. Yeah, I mean that's that's I think that's part of why Jude. That's kind of why Law never really kind of went on to bigger things. They he's, couldn't sell him as a. He's still getting star. hired. Yeah, I mean I'm not saying he had a bad career, but he he they try to make him to a leading man, and I think he's more of a he's more of a Rubisi. You have only to look at behind enemy lines. That's Owen uh, Wilson. Never mind. Uh, enemies at the gate. No, behind enemies at the gate. Enemies at the gate's great. Yeah, especially the scene with him and Rachel Weiss. When he got the old hand down and the old hand down. <laughs> he uh they did the silent hump in the in the is that what you're talking about? Yeah. I heard that. 
You know what I'm saying? I saw that. It's the best kind of hump. The quiet hump. Oh, yeah. Milk of magnesia. That was big back in the day. He just pulled a gun on Gwana. I thought you'd never do that. Do you know what I'm saying? Hmm. And speaking of, he pulled his gun on uh, Rachel Vice and he made the case. Am I wrong? He, he uh, Different kind of gun, you know what I'm saying? Indeed, yes. The Sky Captain gun. Now, at what point... Um, at what point in the movie um, do you think... Uh, like, a, like a studio executive, they were sitting here. We're about 20 minutes in. A studio executive, at what point did they check out? They've already they've already gone. First of all, they're probably wondering why robots descended from the sky and unearthed some kind of secret generator yeah. in the middle of Manhattan in 1932. That would be right there where they would raise some flags. Here's the problem they had. Usually you want to look at dailies if you're a studio exec, am I right? To see how the movie's going along. You know Conran's like, look, guys, I know the dailies look bad. I haven't rendered it yet. I haven't rendered fully. When I get my computer rendered in about a year to two years, you'll be able to see the dailies. Um, and by then, they'll be yearlies. He was holding out for the uh, is it Microsoft 2000. I think part of it is the executives edition. were like, they were thinking they were getting two things here. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, at the end of this process, we're spending dozens of millions of dollars, but at the end of this process, not only are we going to have a product we can market and sell, Whenever my computer's acting slow, or I need, or I need something installed, I got my fucking go-to guy. It's like, Carrie, we need you for a meeting over on the lot. All right, I'm here. Hey, I think I have a virus. <laughs> I opened up a, a WMV file from my cousin. <laughs> it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be a video of a kitten, but my computer's. All, I'm having some pussy pictures. And a cornucova naked. I thought I could open it quick. <laughs> I pretended I was opening it from my other computer. So you're saying that they hired Connor not only for his cinematic vision, but for his IT skills. Absolutely. Around the around the studio a lot. Yeah. You think that's where he resides now in a dusty basement office? Well, I don't know. He may he may be like the Ark, but I think another thing is too. It's like think about this. All right, junior executive's birthday party coming up, mm-hmm. right? They want to. They want to make him feel wanted at Paramount. It's like, <laughs> Carrie, can you do a little video of us here at the break room with a robot attacking us? Carrie's like, sure thing. So he boots up his laptop. I mean, the laptop. <laughs> Control V. So a couple of robots in there. Yeah. This is a little tangential, and I think that people listening to the uh, commentary probably will want to hear this. But you guys know Happy Days, right? Yeah, great show. And. Um, you know Aaron Moran, who played Joni on that show. She, yeah, she recently looks- homeless. Did you hear about this? No. Had some money problems. Uh, I think it was living with her mother. Okay. Got booted. She has a drug problem, I think, as well. Um, was homeless. Ran into Carrie Conrad. Okay. She Moran into him. <laughs> <laughs> But what what do you think he's doing now? That's the thing that's interesting about this movie. It's like it's a it's a film that has a certain amount of vision to it. Obviously, a lot of hard work and uh, uh, finesse went into it. They got some good act, you know, good actors attached. Not this isn't like their first roles, you know. So, you know, the studio obviously backed his vision, but you know, it's like he disappeared. You know, it's like this the movie failed, and you he doesn't have like a 
Tumblr account. He doesn't have, a, he doesn't like make a comic. He didn't like spin this energy into anything that you know of. Yeah, and I mean, maybe you, you I Google him and. <laughs> think of old Kerry Conran. I mean, what what do you think he's up to these days? Nick, what do you think? I, th- I he's probably he's probably got another magnum opus. Like you know, he's just. Well, you know that's not true. He's he's doing something. The, the great thing about having the skill well, you know set. that's not true too. But I just wonder. He could be like a Kubrick and just take about twenty years off between films. He he could be like he could be a Kubrick like a Kubrick like a little tiny small like Lego like toy. <laughs> he uh I I bet I bet you he's because of his skill set he's able to generate a film pretty much by his lonesome, which he has plenty of. So. So you're saying he like, might be working on it much like J.D. Salinger. He after he retired from the public eye, stopped publishing work, but apparently kept writing and has volumes and volumes work to be that may be someday released after his death. You think Conrad is actually making movies like this? I think it's more like Meredith Salinger and that nobody likes his movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, so let's try to figure out what's happening in the movie that we're doing a commentary to. It looks like... Oh, no. She just used the rock from the 1930s to break a window. And now they're sauntering in wearing some fancy coats that are pre-rendered. Certainly. Because I was, I was half paying attention. I thought that they were sitting in a... They were just entering a 1930s McDonald's. Do you ever think he ever plays jokes on people on the set? Like he's like watching dailies. And instead of this lab... There, he, he puts him in like the playground at a Chick Fil A. Who's that? Who's that guy in the jar? How many times do you think when they're watching the playback, um, as, as Gwen is having dramatic moments? Well, she's his, seen, his she's, screensaver came on. Carrie just slipped with the tiny elephant. <laughs> it's elephant trumpets. Dude. He. So this story is about the dude who makes miniature elephants. That's a, I mean, that's a little, that's what you have to kind of do from from like well, this had been a great idea for you know what could have been. What if the whole rest of the movie they're just hanging out with that small elephant? You know what I'm saying? It turns it, into a cute little elephant movie. Operation Dumbo Drop. Yeah, but it's like Sky Captain and the miniature elephant that he loved. You know, <laughs> oh, there's Bai Ling. Yep. Told you she looked like Darth Maul. Oh Lord. See, that was just awful. Did you see how how he did looked at that blast? Yeah, but it's I mean he's bored he to tears of electricity. No, I mean he's got a he's got a little flavor he was going for in his performance. You know. Vanilla. Old school. V- super vanilla. No, no stubble. Dude needs stubble. I mean, what really? I mean, when has Law really given a performance that's not like this? Are you thinking? The only thing you can really think of where he was a little bit Mr. Ripley. That's his no. best performance. But like uh, Contagion, where you play like kind of a weird, like he had a gap. They they made his teeth funny in that. You know what I'm saying? Actually, I think his teeth are really like that. What'd you say? I think those are his true teeth. <laughs> Actually, he did a. He did an episode. I think his first appearance was uh, on The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes with Jeremy Brett back in the early 90s. That was by far his best performance. I think he played a cross-dressing child. <laughs> no, that's serious. I'm, I've, 
I do not joke about Those are the best kind of children. I do not joke about this. So what we're seeing here is they're piecing together the mystery of of why they did, their agents fucked up so hard. Here's the bat signal. I don't think you can say that Jude Law's agent fucked up at all. He got him work. Yeah, but Jude Law's a, like he's a he's a sex symbol. Jude Law is actually probably the most at at this time the most bankable of the group. Well, I mean, who else is in it? Gwyneth? I mean, Jolie Jolie was a list for a stretch there. This so, guy, this guy uh, is uh, playing a role that was originally intended for DB Sweeney, but by the between the creation of the film and when he actually got it to render, DB Sweeney had aged out of the out of the role. So this is these are biomechanical manta planes. I mean, they're, they're they were aiming for camp, like they were aiming for, they wanted to make a play of, of camp. And now it's like this movie only hope it's only hope is to be like kind of a cult classic to be a campy cult classic. You know what I'm saying? How is that going? Is it is it is it love is it beloved? It's kind of a curiosity, I think. In some circles, I mean, it's it's a beautiful movie at times and it's cool at times. It's but it, it doesn't have the heart at all. No, and you can definitely appreciate the hard work that was put into it. Except for Jude Law's performance, which is amazingly boring except for right there that was good that, was that scene a, that right was there where he, where he turned looked at her <laughs> he sighed and how do you know what he was sighing at well he's he's frustrated because his base is getting blown apart by um manta bots or whatever manta plans right i mean that what other reaction are you gonna have but oh god you know another day at the office and then rabisi comes in quirks it up um they actually it was funny because rabisi gave a um, kind of a normalized performance in this, and Conran went back and rendered quirk. Yeah. He amped up that quirk, you know? That's how skillful he is. It's the function Q key, isn't it? <laughs> now, do you guys, you heard about the disaster that struck, and that they kind of, they had a whole, they had a whole month of production. They had to shut down the movie. Conran was working late, and uh, he had, he had, like, done so much work, accidentally, uh, hit the escape key <laughs> they <laughs> first of all the escape key is way up there on the left did you see who got an associate producer credit <laughs> the microsoft paperclip <laughs> that's a helpful character that is a helpful character Although you don't want that thing bouncing around your uh, dailies of Sky Captain. Right. Like, I'm sorry, I'm trying to splice these two scenes together. I'm trying to figure out which, which scene I should cut out. I should tell you what, I shouldn't cut anything out. I don't think he did. I think everything that they filmed with the actors is in this. And I say everything filmed with the actors is probably about five minutes long. Yeah. Now, see, I, some of this can't, this can't all be blue screen. That isn't. <laughs> well the strange thing about the movie is he sold him on this huge concept that he was going to be able to render so much of this right so he took weeks he rendered a desk and he rendered a cup <laughs> and then he said okay guys now we have to build a full scale city <laughs> I think you're, you're being far too harsh on him this whole scene here where these where's the set designer 
these whole things here with the, with these mechanical birds are flying to this the, the city. Definitely shot on location because that's right there. They just destroyed the sign from uh, Highlander at yeah. the end. Um, the weird weird thing was when uh, he tried to do the casting couch when he was getting his actresses. He's like, pretend I'm I'm successful and pretend that's a couch. <laughs> Now, what I like to do with this movie is... Did he, did he put a green screen on his balls? <laughs> <laughs> um, at what point do you think the actors realize that they're in a humongous fucking flop? <laughs> like, it's just a nightmare spinning out of control. Horrifying flop that was going to nullify their career. First of all, Nick just told you the budget. He said it was a dozen million. <laughs> <laughs> so it couldn't have been that much of a failure. You can make that back in a couple of days, especially yeah. in Brazil. Yeah. They uh, they had a few halts in production. Do you remember that time that he was using an unlicensed version of the software? No, of course I remember it. You're talking about the book that came out, the Sky Captain Diaries. Yeah, it oh, was yeah. that was brought up in that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure later on, um, it's I think it's after this where he he crashes his plane, um, automatic update appears in the bottom right. <laughs> Please do not unplug her. Turn your computer off, <laughs> even if Sky Captain's happening. <laughs> Did they use text to speech at any point in this film? No, they didn't do any overdubs with that. If you if you paid attention, uh, the weekend this came out, uh, Paramount stock and uh, Microsoft stock went down. Does it ever explain why Sky Captain is British? Does it ever explain why Sky Captain's got this hot rod plane, but it's able to seat two people? A little passenger seat in the back just for her. I don't like that at all. They never explained that in the in the script, especially the script that I read. I remember yeah. reading. I remember reading the script years before this thing came out. It was, it was a good two hundred pages. No, of, did you really? Yeah. A- after the successful you mission, wait, huh? no, wait I could I couldn't wait. It was two hundred pages of just uh, computer graphics are here, and then a couple like twenty pages later is the first line of dialogue. Was it cool though? Oh yeah, the first, those twenty pages of computer graphics, amazing. After this movie. Um, they have a, t- a stinger at the after the credits to where, uh, because he was such he was so good at his this mission, he comes up with a nickname for himself. Who's that? I, I don't remember what it is, but he changed. He's no longer using his real name. Are you, what you talking about? Drew Lost character? Yeah, like like after this, he he comes up with a cool nickname for himself. Sky Captain? No, no, no. That's his that's his birth name. <laughs> Now, this is the part where Rabisi, they think well, that, oh, he gets in trouble, right? He gets a little hurt. He doesn't die in this, does he? Uh, there's no way. You don't kill Dax, right? You can kill Dak. There's, there's, yeah. He does not die. Does he have extra lives? or Is that a Scientology joke? That's totally from old school shit. Yeah, right I mean, they get the crazy arms. Yeah, he has a special gun. Yeah, he does. That's going to work, too. Watch. He's got the fun gun. 
He's got a reach, though. That was a continuity error. Why? Because if he, his, his didn't match up, and there's no continuity errors in this. How how could you how could there be a continuity error in this? He complete control. Biling. Let me take off all of my hoods. So what happens to Rubisi? I can't remember. Does he get hurt? I don't remember either. He's kidnapped, and they take him to the island of Tottenkopf. This might be where I fell asleep. Because <laughs> this kind of stuff numbs me after a while. It's like, okay, I get it. You're... I thought you liked this movie a lot. But it, I, I get very tired of, of action sequences like this. Are you serious? Absolutely. Bored to death. Schwartzman? Canceled. That's a prop from the movie. Oh man, that rendered water. Amazing. This was ripped off entirely from. Here's where. Here's a twist. Spider Get ready, me. folks. Twist town. There's no truth to the rumor that his plane was made by Lotus. The the Esprit plane. The Lotus Esprit from, you know, that went a long way. That's the first time I've made up something for this commentary. And the joke fell flat. I will no longer make jokes. I will no longer make jokes. Absolutely. Fuck James Bond. Anyway, I remember a couple years, well, about 10 years before this film even came out, I read the script for uh, Anchorman and this at the same time. I thought this was funnier. <laughs> no, I'm sure. Well, here's the thing. What's, what's interesting about this is that this... Um, the new Bond movie has a lot. It's kind of a riff on, right on, on this movie, right? Skyfail. <laughs> that plane is none worse for the wear. <laughs> he, did he just fly it underwater? He f crashed into the sea, and then it turned into a sub for a few minutes, and it launched him out, and he's flying around. It's pure Conran. It's typical Conran. Oh no, dramatic. It's a dramatic scene. Interesting trivia about Gwyneth. Um, this role was not originally going to go to her. It was originally intended for Bai Ling. And? Cooler heads prevailed. It's like we can't have an Asian woman playing a successful reporter in this era. That's real smoke, though, by the way. It took a lot of cigars to generate that much. Plume. Actually, that's smoke left over from his Commodore 64. You could actually, there's a, they had talked about doing a release of this movie where it sagged back and forth between every incarnation from the Vic, when he was using a Vic 20 to the Commodore to the early Mac. Look at this, though. This is very good continuity. Those robots are still there kicking ass. They're holding up. They're holding up. Jewlot. He did he think he did his own stunts for this, or did is that pure Conran? Did Conran do Jude Law's own stunts for this? That might be true. I think the actors were only on set for a day. Is that true? I think they did it quick. Yeah, who needs them? Uh oh, they're getting called back. That's the thing. They're about to kill them. And they're getting called back. And they're rescued conveniently. Incredible. 
Let's do that. We'll and and apparently the beeping also makes Biling's character leave immediately. Do you do you remember? Do you ever listen to commentaries where they just kind of say what's going on? That's what we should do the rest of the time. This is where the plane leaves. The planes leave, and then Jude Law puts down his gun and says, "Oh, the planes are leaving." Jude Law is just very upset in this scene because he actually has to show some sort of emotion. Look right there, bewilderment and erotic at the same time. So and the leather smelled funny. Him and um, Gwyneth, they're not an item at this point. There's an attraction there for sure, right? But it's a working relationship. Am I right? I don't know if they, it's not even a working relationship. The only attraction between them is how amazing his hair looks. Look at that. Perfectly trimmed, even for the era. Right. Look at her legs. Perfectly trimmed. Indeed. Look at that shot. Right up the old skirt. old dreamy eyes is this about when Ben Affleck broke up with her is there any deleted scenes on the DVD do you know I don't know and do you have to get them out of the recycle bin or (laughs) (laughs) see Giovanni left him a note yeah so this scene here uh, is a very common in pulp where you have the characters traveling at a great distance together on on very little gas how far could you travel with those kind of planes back then well let's see this plane has flown from manhattan to the ocean to the sky <laughs> to the island now back to the sky yeah that was a tagline for the movie i think what 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 steve just said <laughs> what i what i just well look can you okay Envision what the marketing, like the marketing people at Paramount were handed this movie. They certainly didn't envision it. Do you know what I'm saying? They were, <laughs> they're at work. You know, they just done like a, a couple of, you know, real movies. And then this they're comes st- in. They're still trying to figure out how to market this movie. How They're like, how do we sell this? And then the, I think actually it was the best part of the movie was the posters and all that. They did a great job marketing it. Oh, there were posters of this? Yeah, everything about this film is, is really great, except for the acting. The script's pretty boring. Does that say Elf? That says Elf. That shit, th- there's a picture that said Elf next to it. I'm, I'm keep, I keep looking for the <clears throat> the discovery, like the actor that's in this we can't remember, that Connor discovered. You know, like It's Olivier. He discovered Lawrence Olivier. Oh, because they bring uh, Olivier back in this? His voice? His face. Oh. It's, the, it's that... The homosexual hologram that appears at the end. <laughs> that was that, that was later. another working title for the film. <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> the homosexual hologram that appears at the end. Yeah. Gwyneth... Uh, I must say, though, we haven't had enough scenes of them in the plane talking. They're crestfallen at this Come on, point. Conran. Do you think he? that's what he rendered the clouds? That's the part. I always look for the things he's rendering. Do you think he rendered the clouds in this? Oh, he re- he rendered the fucking daylights out of those clouds. There's a lot of clever little things that he he's he's doing too here. Rendered that? Oh, that's well. See, that's all, it's like a very like kind of you know what movie it reminds me of, and and it kind of does it better in a less showy way as old Raiders. 
Yeah. yeah. This is a complete ripoff of that kind of. You think so? Yeah, totally. The Raiders was actually a throwback. And kind of a little bit of what? Tron. It was not a throwback. A little, a little bit of Tron because it takes place inside of a computer. Look, this is from The Thing. Bad, okay. bad sunlight. You didn't think you rendered that well? I think it's nope. Right. No. This is actually the opening credits from Tomorrow Never Dies. I think Pierce Brosnan is going to show up in a minute. Punch one of these people. Steal the plane. Blow up the nuclear this warheads. Actor, this actor here. And they go talk to Colin Was Salmon. in a mummy movie. Yeah, yeah. I would like to see. Like, I'd wa- like to watch the deleted scenes just to see what is rendered. Like, I, you know, if the plane, if he, if they're standing on like a cardboard box and then Connor's like, this is, Jude, don't worry, this is going to be a, a biplane. I mean, I'm going to put teeth on it. You know, Law walks off set. I guess I can't visualize this shit, Carrie. I mean, this is. You know, this is insane. He goes, look at my drawings. Like, I don't want to look at your fucking drawings anymore. <laughs> well, let me get my computer out. And then Jude Law just loses it, you know. I have to say, we got to come up with a different term than rendering. Because Conran did so much shit to this thing. It's, I don't it, like it, it took No, but it took on a different name. So we've got to come up with a name for it. Because you know that he wasn't walking around set saying rendering, rendering. Uh, I, I know I'm sounding dumb to the He said, no, he probably no, said the, ma- the magic is cooking. Something like that. So yeah. we should say something like that then. That like, actor who they just encountered... Looks like the kind of guy who would stink up a public bathroom. Like that guy, there's nothing he eats that doesn't come out rotten. It's kind of the MO of pretty much every human being on earth, right? I suppose. There he is again. Look at that head. It's a perfectly trimmed hair. This is all exposition. This is exposition. It's been exposition for about 40 minutes. This is all leading to one inevitable conclusion. Yeah, the bisexual hologram. Oh, no. Bisexual. Yeah, it is actually bisexual. No, she was in a film earlier. <laughs> he must be sweating his bajinkles off. He's wearing like a f- giant puffy coat in a, in this in Carrie Conrad's basement. <laughs> Law has the, the same expression he had about 30 minutes ago. Unfortunately, we don't. We were bemused... Now, there's going to be some, uh, I believe, I do remember this, but there's going to be some, a little treachery happening here. This guy's wondering why he's not talking to Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Yeah, and we still have yet to meet Angelina Jolie, who I think is probably the best performer in the movie. Uh, that's a, a piece of shit right there. No, <laughs> she's not. She has that really horrendously terrible English accent that she had in the damn Laura Croft films. Yeah, but she's she's in, she's gets it. She gets it. She really does get it. That's true. Her and her good eye. They both get it. And is she wearing her Nazi garb in this film? I'm hoping. If she is wearing her Nazi garb, and she does have the English accent, and she does have the really shitty hat, and she does have the eye patch, I'm going to have to borrow this film and go upstairs real quick. Yeah, well, I think also she, this is before she got a little too skinny for her own good. It's also before she had a, about 500,000 things up in her. Okay, see, th- this set... Yeah, that's. I think that's just a screensaver. I think you ran out of time, and that's just a screensaver. <laughs> you think there were some shortcuts taken? Yeah. <laughs> they 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 lost a week of production because Microsoft Pipes came up. <laughs> I couldn't get my Pipes reference out in time. Those pipes. They had another case of where he had paused it, 
and Jude Law's face had burnt into the monitor. <laughs> that explains why he has the same expression yeah. in every scene. This is on Hoth. There's a scene. There's like this. There's a scene where the actors are laughing, uh, and it's an outtake from like because he kept getting an evite, and it would it would interrupt everything, and then Carrie would always open up the evite, and he kept checking that he was not attending, and it became like a running joke on the set. It's like Carrie, fucking evite, really? <laughs> you hear that? The he gets was, a lot less evites now. The, <laughs> the worst was, you know, they had a little bit of a conflict. After a while, Conrad and Law, because you know, Conrad would direct Law and a couple of scene, and then afterwards they'd be unwinding, and and he'd go, you know, I really liked your performance in AI, but you know the what Spielberg did in AI, I think like all that artificial intelligence, the what, the way he thought about it, just doesn't work, and then he'd go into a huge artificial intelligence formula as you would, of course, you know? and it just really pisses Jude Law off. Um. Also, later he Jude Law was later pissed off uh, when his career went to fucking belly up after this. <laughs> well, I guess what has Jude Law really done after this? I mean, he he didn't really get any more leading man roles. Am I wrong? I mean, he was in Closer, Closer. What else? What's Great it? movie. Yeah, wasn't he's kind of the lead in that? I guess. So what? What other movie? Sherlock Holmes. Enemy at the Gates. Wasn't is not the lead in the Sherlock Holmes. Movie. Oh, he's not. He's not Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> But that kind of brought him back a little bit, the Sherlock Holmes movies. He was an enemy at the gates. That was before this, right? It doesn't matter. And what 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 else? Let's let's think about it. What do you think about her hat? That wool hat she's wearing. I think it looks good on her. Who's this motherfucker? I told you about the treachery that was coming up. No, it's Tom Hanks. That guy's not really good looking. Oh. Even the flashlight's not real. Really? Uh oh. It's not gonna happen. You don't kill Jude Law. Not in this one. She she's been keeping two things of uranium near her ovaries this whole movie. That explains the dick load. Uh oh. Treachery. So we're we, we're falling silent. I, my my last joke didn't really work. So when was that? Now tell me about. It. But so what? You guys got to liven this up. We can't just fall silent and watch the movie. This is. I was sleeping at this point. Yeah. Definitely sleeping. So it's like a new movie to you. You've seen it since. Though, I've seen it you? since. Yeah. yeah. Fall asleep at different points. Mm-hmm. But now. <laughs> is this one of those movies that you guys watch every year? I don't like I don't like the opening cinematics of video games at all. Yeah. So this really wears me out after a while. Well, it's cuz it's two and a half hours of opening cinematics. I don't think it's that long actually. It's like I an, think it's hour about two four, an hour and 40. I remember seeing Jude Law, he did do you know press for this obviously. Um and he he did talk about a trilogy. They actually fucked up and they did depress for it. But I mean, they did. They did have plans to do more. Sky oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was going to be a franchise, right? Yeah. What went wrong? Well, that's the thing. I mean, you have to say that the the, the public doesn't necessarily have. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't flock to movies that maybe sometimes it should. I'm thinking of. Um, 
Tintin? No, not thinking of this one. Are you thinking of Enemy at the Gates? That would have been a good sequel. Here comes some shit. See, so, they're in, they're, it's really hard to feel like they're really in danger. Well, I mean, I think that's kind of... He's MacGyver not up here, but that's the thing. I mean, it's... It's a very it's a lighthearted film, right? It kind of then it kind of starts getting weird. It does kind of a Wizard of Oz thing when they get to the island, right? It starts to kind of open up. Weird. I weird. just realized that Sky Captain's in the sky for about one third of this movie. Yeah. Now he's the the, the mine captain. He was the sea captain earlier. I think we know who the sea captain is in this movie. Who would that be? Angelina. Yeah. She's also the eye captain. Real fire. No, that's real. They, they use real fire. That's the highest compliment you could pay, Carrie Connor. Yeah. You thought that was real. Photoshop, baby. That's a real beard. Look at this guy. He looks good. Nope. All the actors are naked. This is all, all the clothing is completely rendered. Carrie Connor kept saying, telling that to uh, Gwen. It's supposed to be cooking the magic, by the way. I could render that clothing, Gwen. Cook the magic? Fake snow. Mm -mm. That's real snow. That's the highest compliment you could pay Carrie Conroe. Is that, is that a real breeze? Rendered. The highest compliment is you can pay Carrie Conroe. <laughs> I hope he made out like a bandit on this thing, man, because he never worked to work. Maybe that's why he doesn't work again. Maybe he got rich. Like he got like, you know, Carrie, we're going to give you 15 mil to do this thing. Yeah, we're gonna hire you, and that's it. Maybe he hit his jackpot, and he never retired someplace. Then he suckered up, fucking bought the fifteen million dollar plugin for Photoshop. Maybe he's working. Like maybe he's like working at a. Um, like a he was he was his cunt captain. But you know what I'm saying? Maybe he actually is working at an office. Maybe you work with him. You know, maybe I work with him. Oh, those real flowers. What do you think? I think they are. They look real. <laughs> look at the lighting. Look at the compliment you could pay. No, look at the lighting. It's, it's consistent. It's bright on both sides. He developed a special um, flower petals on a pillow app for this. <laughs> the shadows. <coughs> the shadows match uh, Jude Law's skull. Look at that. Perfect. Look at perfectly. Look how it. Look at the sight gag. Look at the sight gag. They cut out a line of dialogue where Gwen says, "What smells like a fucking deer died?" <laughs> I'm tired of this guy speaking Tibetan. This like a this is old classic like kind of. I don't know what is it. Dog shit. <laughs> There's a lot of cute shit in this movie. Wasn't this scene lifted from More of the Roses? He hasn't been in movies, this guy on the left. He hasn't been in movies for like five or six years. You know what's awesome? But once they're done shaving him. You know what's awesome in this movie that I love about it? At the end of the movie, it gives you the cast. You know, starring, it gives you the cast. 
And after the cast rolls by, it just says, everything else, Carrie Conron. And it's <laughs> over. That was it, right? He was the only person on set. Yeah. You said his brother was involved, though? His brother did the special effects. His mother made the cookies. So are you kidding? So brought you, him downstairs. Tell me about this. So his brother did the special effects on this. So yeah. was his brother the one that, like, was responsible? Kind of the brain this? trust? Yeah. I think Carrie was the glue. I think that's the controversy, right? I mean, it's kind of one of those things that, you know, maybe Carrie took a little too much credit for this. Mm-hmm. And his brother sent him a thank you note. Remember? Was that the... He sent him a thank you card? Was that the Evite? I got the light reflects off of Jude Law's this is, cheeks. Is this pre or post Lord of the Rings? I think this is... Because that's Rivendell. Black Mass is pre, right? I'm pretty sure it's before all that. Lord of the Rings fucking ripped this shit off. Yeah. And then threw in that twist success at the end. <laughs> had, a little, had a twist ending? Yeah. That was a big thing in this. She's always running out of... She's running out now of... Now, they're on an escalator now. Yeah. She's uh, running out of shots. Moving walkway. Yeah. She's running and she out keeps, of... Then she keeps taking bad shots, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that's an homage to King Kong where they're so precious about their film. Gwyneth was known to rock a pretty good English accent. Steve? Yeah, what about it? Not bad or good? Good or bad? I don't know. It's all right. Sliding Doors good? What does that mean? She was in a movie called Sliding Doors where she played a Brit. What's that supposed to mean? She also did in Shakespeare in Love. Yep. What's that? Oh, God. Two things. Those two movies were not shot in an unorthodox manner and are both still spoken of these days. So you're saying you don't think this guy Captain is spoken of? I don't think so. It's good that we're doing I think commentary. Part of me it. thinks it should be getting more attention. And part of me thinks I wish it never happened. This guy is jackhammered. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? He saw Sky Captain. That guy is a leathery thing. I don't. He's supposed to be old. Now, was Graham Greene in the credits or? It's just a walk-on role. This is the only real scene in this whole film. Let me just tell you guys a little. I know a little bit more about this movie than you. Okay. That man's name is Michael St. Simmons, right? Okay. 18 years old. All that done in post. All that he is 18 years old. Look at this. 18. <laughs> That's I, computer right there. Thank you, Terry Conroy. Typical dissolve from a grotesque to the sky. Well, here's your sky Michael St. Simmons? <laughs> well, look, Sky Captain's back where he belongs. Yep. Tragically died after this. I don't know if it was tragic. Just in time. And that line lifted, of course, for, directly from Star Trek. I don't like to go into gossip about actors, you know, but you... He did die after this. Okay. He's raped to death by a lion. <laughs> you know, we do need to take take it back a little bit. Jude Law just completely threw the continuity of this film out of out of whack. This film's supposed to be set in nineteen thirty two or thirty three, and he quoted Star Trek five. Which is set in the year twenty two eighty. 
not. The the actors brought some of their particular um, demands to this project. It's like, first of all, I want I, I want your parents to change their linens as often that, as possible. I know that some people would attribute that line to uh, John Melville, but it isn't. It's from Star Trek Five. Okay, who's John Melville? Is Chris Melville, <laughs> the ancient poet Christopher Melville, oh, okay. Horatio Melville. Would you believe Richard? <laughs> let's do. Let's she was. This scene was originally. She was playing a grand piano in the back of the airplane. <laughs> so let's do a little, like a fun speculation game. Okay. No, it did not succeed. <laughs> so let's just think about. Character no, game. iTunes ad asked me, "Are you sure?" When I clicked download. The- <laughs> wait, wait, is this part of the movie? So, but, but just, just let me just ask this: Growing up, Carrie Conran. Mm-hmm. Nerdy? No. He was a lover of ancient films. Jock? Probably. He named his film Sky Captain. That's definitely a a jock-worthy trait. Girlfriend? (laughs) Totally. Totally. Dozens. I mean, his film was made for a dozen million. (laughs) But here's the thing. He may have been bullied at school. I don't know. But... Three weeks before this movie came out, he went back to his hometown, which is three blocks away from his parents' house where the film was shot. And he fucking grabbed the, the high school f- was football players that picked on him and said, you just you wait in three weeks, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. My movie's coming out. Three weeks later, he ripped their ticket. It's <laughs> good <laughs> Good to know he went back to his high school where those people were still in high school. Now, this is going to be a strange question. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, it works. There's continuity there. There's continuity error maybe, but this is what I want to know is that this isn't a, this is an advanced, is this like a Academy Award screen we're watching or? No. When does this come out? <laughs> When's the release date for this? Oh, the hopes and dreams that were smashed. Where's the half point? Uh, see, this is cool shit too. You got a flying, flying base. You know. I know that's the thing. that's interesting. Is like Avengers totally ripped this off. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's like a Gwen is about to take a picture of the hovercraft. That's like incredible. It's an amazing shot. And she said, "I can't. I only have two shots. If I can't take it, it's all setting it up for when she takes." She's gonna take a terrible shot. Yeah, this is gonna—it's an incredible joke. I think it pays off. It's like old school. Well, I mean, she, uh, she, speaking of old school, was that where the high school kids were? Whenever he went back, yeah, they were all working as gym teachers. Uh, she saved the last photo for the to catch the line of people waiting outside the theater the night before. I'm glad to see that they reused the set for for Bespin here. It's a little known fact. Let's do a little speculation game on Steve. Here we go. There's Gwyneth. Oh, sorry. Angelina. There, She's the boss man, right? She's his, his yeah. king tit. And it's funny because she's it's a little Nick Fury. You think it's a little Nick Fury homage with all the, the helicarrier and yeah, the patch and I, stuff? Yeah, I see that. I can see that. She's uh, doing a better job than Jackson. She can't see that. That's the thing. Gwyneth's having trouble getting out of the plane. Yeah. Who in hell's name would ever pick Paltrow over Jolie? 
even though Julie's nuts beyond recognition. I mean, just for the the thrill of being one degree of separation away from fucking John Voight. Agreed. No, I don't agree with that. That's horrible. That's a tough call. I mean, and you know that Law was macking on both. He's a notorious ladies' man, as is Conran. He's a notorious man's man. Oh, he wears lady sizes? <laughs> um, but, you know, like Jude Law was like, he he's the guy that had like, I, th- I believe he had like five kids with his wife and then slept with a nanny. I mean, he's, like, he's oh, really? notorious, yeah. Hound dog. No, man. You can't keep it in his pants. And actually, that was part of Conrad's job, was to render pants over the ex- exposure. <laughs> and the constant swell erection. Who's this? This is interesting. No, no it's not. <laughs> what is Jolie's character's name? I missed it. Yeah. Patches. <laughs> Oh, that's right. It's Frankie. Oh, I thought it was Kim. No? Trish. It's he. Just, I think it's Frankie. Beth. Is that what it is? They dropped a load. This is where shit gets for real. Yeah, this is what everybody cheered. When we saw it, everybody cheered this scene. That when they go underwater, have an underwater fight. And Jolie uh, makes a daring escape right then. I don't remember. Well, you're probably... We're sleeping at this point. The thing was, I, I after the show, I told Carrie Connor how much I love the movie. And I had, I had a fucking badass dream while I was sleeping. <laughs> so I was like, exhilarated. I was like, I love that part where, you know, like, monkeys attacked everybody with claw hammers and all this stuff. He's like, He's just, he's being nice. He's like, thank you, thank you very much. It's like this is one of my. This is probably the best move I've ever seen in my life. That part where I was in it, and I was getting getting laid on the Starcraft. He just fucking humored me. He's a good guy. That's a, that's a good dream. Yeah. Then I woke up and there was the end credits of Sky Captain. The audience was cheering. I was so excited. I was so excited three weeks ago. I, I thought I had the sequel of this in my hands. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That Nazi on the moon thing? I was like, this is fucking incredible. They finally did it. They finally... Hollywood did something right. This thing failed, but, I mean, it... it, 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 it when audiences did it something right? It rewarded the vision by believing in it enough that said, fuck money, we're just going to push it through. And I realized I just got version two. Fucking updated. <laughs> the color scheme. Yeah, you know? yeah. See, I mean, like, it's unfortunate, like, like one thing about being like, you know, today's modern age where people experience movies like on their wristwatch, you know, it's like totally fucking, it's all high tech. Not, it's never, people are never experiencing films in the way the director intended. Mm-hmm. But it's so hard to get a Sega CD these days. No one needs a backseat Paltrow. I heard that. Her son's name is Apple. Or her daughter. Yeah. It's a tribute to this film. It's a tribute to what Carrie Condren should have invested in. There's all this money. This movie almost single-handedly blew Apple up above the PC world. So you don't like her accent, though? 
really think it's it's horrible. It's cartoonish. Yeah, it's really bad. Speaking of cartoonish accents, so like Don Cheadle esque in terms of the you want, you want to talk about of it. Speaking of cartoonish British accents, Steve. <laughs> yes, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> well, Angelina Angelina is playing the role originally intended for Minka Kelly. Anyway, that was thanks for inviting us, Nick. This was great. <laughs> we still have another hour and a half. It's not fucking over. <laughs> <laughs> There's just some lag. Don't worry about it. <laughs> this is the part where planes mysteriously go underwater for no fucking reason. Well, I mean, that's part of the vision. Oh, it's That's not, how I sold the movie. That is not true. You don't think so? They are fucking around on the bottom of the sea. <clears throat> See, The Venture, what, what movie is that from? The Venture, what, what movie is that? From King Kong. No relation to Bai Ling. Were you, were you asking me? Well, I, was, I thought you were big enough fucking nerd. I thought it was the uh, the boat, the Coronado. No, we have 38 what minutes left that, in this. What set. film is that from? Coronado? Yeah. It's in the Coronado. Is it Treasure of the Sierra Madre? The Last Crusade. Oh, God. That's pretty cool he put that King Kong reference in there. I didn't even know. I, didn't, I would never have known that. There's about 60 more King Kong references coming. Is it really? Oh. Oh, because the island. Fuck yeah, bitch. Because King Kong's in this. King Kong's in this, isn't he? I don't remember. Sleeping. Look at that! You can't even tell us underwater. Now you know there's got to be a Wilhelm scream in this bitch somewhere. I hope so. It's a bit digitized. This kind of shit is my bread and butter too. I love this kind of stuff. Love it, and you like it. I like it. I just wish it was done with. I just wish somebody else did it. It's. I mean, it's. It's so on rails. There's how, not enough kinetic. Be, there's no kinetic energy oh, I see to what it. Saying. Okay. Like it's. It's. It looks great in still shots. I mean, you could st- take stills of this movie almost anywhere, and it would look very nice. And there's so much worse than this. I mean, that's the thing. Oh yeah, I mean, there is plenty of worse. So many failures. So much. And this is obviously done with love. Lots of love. I mean, this is not a Breck Eisner. So movie. much. So much love that there was none left after this. There's none left to put anywhere else. His marriage failed. His kids hate him. Talking about Jude Law. Oh. Blue screen of death. (laughs) You know what? I got to say something about Jude Law's accent in this, too. It's complete horse shit. Really? Yeah. Really bad English accent. Hmm. Interesting. They're firing rockets. He is from Tennessee, I think, right? I think so. They blew something underwater up. Physically impossible, by the way. I think that's space. Planes don't fly backwards underwater. Constant failure from Sky Captain in this movie. Yeah. Never saves the day. He's not Sea Captain, is he? That's the problem here. He's out of his element. What are... How many people... Like this movie? No, that it took to make all this. This would have been a badass video game. And the, and this and some of the steampunky kind of things have made their way into video games. You, you think this is steampunk for sure? There are elements of this which are steampunk. Yeah. Well, you would know. Huge steampunk fan. But where's the punk? I see steam. But seriously, 
Where's on? Isn't it? If like, I guess punk. So I guess it is because it's like in steampunk, you have to wear like a top hat, eye patch, tuxedo, mascara. Is that, is that, that's all no, no, no. Mascara. Have a gun that shoots swords. I can't. I'm not exactly 100 percent sure about. Steampunk. A lot of lived-in metal, uh, a slight uh, nostalgic vibe, and a lot of uh, a lot of indifference in the in the motion picture industry. There you go. This is the cheer. She totally suicides but escapes and then this is the big cheer ah oh, jetpack pretty cool is that really her no that's the highest compliment you could pay <laughs> carrie connor <laughs> julie's not even in this movie they just used her likings her hateness i think which they used <laughs> beowulf they call it your hateness if you're not yeah okay <laughs> she wasn't happy with the the rendering that they did so they used her hating us well they're drifting away to it's more boring shit it's a cave that's how he sold this movie he's like there'll be plenty of caves don't you worry studio execs that'll make cavey happy they're like <laughs> underwater caverns no problem yeah give me five years look at that shot amazing Amazing. This is kind of where, like, the Wizard of Oz this movie, right? It's like you go to the island and then the color scheme change. Yeah. That's pure Conrad. Good film criticism. Yeah. It says the way he steps out of this plane, it's pure Conrad, you know? Yeah. And then but, he's putting on his holster. It's pure Conrad. You're pronouncing poor wrong. <laughs> Oh, is that a is that a secret? Look at oh. that—he wants to fuck her again. Did they? Have, this is a whole will they won't they not will they they already did is they did what they had sex already? What with that guy right? No, at the beginning when he saw how big her her type was, how big her font was when she was writing it to Chronicle. Right. That's when he Look wanted to stick it right like, in there. They're seeing a, a creature that no one's ever seen in history, and, and they're just indifferent. And Gwyneth's like, fuck that. I can't take a picture of this. I only got two left, remember? she's. It's just not a perfect shot. And then Jude Law, he's like, you're not going to photograph this. Like, are you fucking, are you, this is actually, this is funny because they use this for real. Like, this wasn't even part of the script. Jude Law was really mad. Yeah. That uh, he wouldn't, she wouldn't. Carrie was really mad. He's like, I got to fucking, I got to download some more screensavers, you motherfucker. He's like, uh, he's like, Carrie worked on this fucking for two years. You're not even going to photograph it in the movie. So that's the whole thing is she could take a picture of any one of Conran's creations. In this. Right. Another thing that's not worth a photograph. Where's the halfway point in the film? We're almost done. Yeah, there's, a, there's at least another hour and a half left. Uh Uh, there's a credit at the end of the film where they thank Corell for all the images they let him download. They used uh, clip art from PowerPoint. See, this is what the film's trailer should have sold. They, they hid this. They hid, they this, hid this. They're like, yeah. by the way, we get interesting at some point. Because you're right. I think if they would have put this in the trailers, man, this would have been a huge hit. It would have had a, I mean, it would have at least been able to be like a Sound of Thunder. Please. <laughs> now, that's an incredible film because... That's a movie that they 
that Ra- they released, they, but they could never finish. So they like, ran out of rendering space. <laughs> they literally couldn't finish rendering the things. They, and if you watch it, like the monsters are like you know, the the T Rex is like it just looks so great. It's uh, they should have called Connor in for that to come do his Connor magic. This is this whole thing is this whole thing the whole movie to me is the sexual tension. That's make that make makes or breaks this for me. Between carrying the rapid fries, I kept going in there for. I need look. I need I need a, a motherboard. It's just, I mean, they've never been. I, I think that, I mean, I, this is so obvious that they were, they were so attracted to each other outside of the movie. You know, this isn't acting. I mean, this is this. You can only act so much. This is the kind of chemistry that you can't capture. Wait a minute. He Are you wanted me he designed a specific program for this? He uh he wanted to have sex with his computer. <laughs> News flash. He he wanted to put it right in the motherboard. Sit in an edit PC complex. <laughs> Perfect name for that piece of uh the hardware, by the way. Motherboard. As you know. She fucking <laughs> fell asleep more than me. As a matter of fact, his computer had a father board, a sister board, America board, <laughs> Comic Con fans board. Uh, Same expression on his face, though. Although, whose hair looks better in this scene, hers or his? It's not a concern. It's the highest compliment you could pay. Her hair, Conrad. I'd say her hair is looking kind of ragged. You can tell she's been, you know. Traipsing through the jungle. Now th- this is when they brought the uh, they brought a blue screen to the Pike Nurseries. <laughs> Doesn't she get devoured by a group of giant spiders soon? I think this this film. Oh, there they are, and there they are. What's that? Oh God. I think once they get into this complex, this is when Nick woke up. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> Dude, you got a shirt, huh? You got a shirt. Did I, did I not get one? How no. did I not get a shirt? Because you, cause you knew? I don't know. They only had a large. <laughs> Mark Wheaton, uh, Smiling Jack Ruby, had one too. I remember that. Maybe it was at the press event. Yeah, it must have been it. Because they couldn't give an entire audience. I mean, they were that's the budget shot. We did get posters, too. You didn't get a poster? I think they had an option for a poster. You're like, I, you should have offered this to me before the movie. I didn't, I didn't take it, I guess. So, yeah, I didn't take an option. Well, now, this is where they're Fritz Langing it up? What is, what's going on here? Scintillating commentary so far, if I do say. Well, I mean, it's not, let's, let's face it. I mean, I'm not talking about our track. I mean, this commentary in society that he's putting oh. off here is incredible. I mean, the whole the whole theme of, you know, man reaches too far. You know, it's too yeah. And then look what it brings back when it, once you reach too far, you stretch kind of, and you what you bring back and. I don't know, what the I don't fucking know what I'm talking about. 
But once you stretch too far. Too much witty banter between these two. Do you agree, Steve? Oh, yes. Just like us. That was taken. Now we're getting, yeah. we're getting, we're wrapping this shit up. We're getting slow. I mean, like, this is getting close to the end. Am I wrong? No, we got an hour and a half. Please be at the end. Is it over? No. Have, have you seen the bisexual hologram yet? That was the part you're most excited about. Yes. Because I'm trying to figure out. Which I distinctly remember being awake for this part. I'm trying to figure out which scene. Yeah, this is the Darth Maul. Does she get killed in this? She finally? leaves. Speaks at least two languages. Did she turn good? I can't remember. Doesn't look like it, huh? And is Jolie gone for the movie? Has she come back? I'm hoping. I'm sure she has a tag at the end. Hey, look who showed up. Whoopty fucking clam bake. Ugh. Oh, little quirk. Did you see this stretch, the Photoshop stretch feature they used when he. <laughs> He's kind of like George Lucas. Carrie Conran. Right. The actors are but mere pixels to move around to him. Well, I'd say that he's that he's more... He's see, if you notice that all these robots do is die, they don't do any attacking. But you have to admit that... We, we give up. No, Conran... Look at the sad robot. Uh-oh, Filing's not having that. I'll be back. But I, I think that, I mean, to, to, to level a piece of criticism on uh, old George Lucas, is I think that Connor has more vision with the stuff than Lucas brought to the table with the, the prequels. Don't you think? Yes. Thank you. Has there ever been a commentary track where, like, the people in the commentary track said, shut this shit off, just turn this motherfucker off and go outside? <laughs> Punch a small child. Have they, yeah. Continuity error. Where did the wild hair guy come from? He was at the beginning when everybody was asleep. He gets kidnapped, right? So he and Dex had him on board, huh? That's Jennings, isn't it? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Scientist Jennings. Can I change my opinion that I kind of like this movie? I thought you did like it. I don't understand. Can I change it to, oh. to how I feel now? <laughs> how do you feel now? This is hot trash. It's only three different films. I wish I honestly wish it was. Uh, I wish it was. Uh, what's the like? Wish it was Final Fantasy. Like where it's just. I mean, not, to, not that that's a good example, but I it wish it was. A good example. It is Connor's Final Fantasy. I'd have to say. <laughs> Am I right? I mean, I I don't know. I'd like to think he has some 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 future ahead of him. Bad. I mean, the die so quick. like that door. That door is fine. That's all right. But to die, I mean, this is the thing. He had this, gr- he had this great failure. I mean, it was oh, it was a, tremendous. To die so quickly after that, tragically. I mean, it's just he never had a chance to come back and do anything. He's alive. What? <laughs> <coughs> We're getting close to the bisexual hologram. You got to figure out which film that they take his uh, his image from. Well, we don't have to figure it out because you know. I'm sure you know. I do, but I want to know if you can figure it out. It's not Marathon Man. I'll tell you what it is. I'm sure you will. <laughs> You're so excited. I'm going to wait. You're so excited. I know. I got it. Oh, get 
it isn't Henry V. It's not Macbeth. It's none of those. He tackled a ladder on set. So let me go ahead and build this. Is that scene. Clint Howard? Don't do it. Don't do it, wild-haired scientist. That's not the wild-haired oh, scientist. Bald. He's bald. He's gone. That's an homage. It's a little foreshadowing. Oh, they didn't fully render that shit. So you think the skeleton looks bad? Looks Here we bad. go. Now here's, here's now here is what Conran did. He took Lawrence Olivier's face from Sleuth that had a mustache and rendered the mustache out and de-aged him. Are you serious? Yes, right there. That's his image from that's who's, his who's face. voice. That's Olivier. Okay. This is his entire line of dialogue from Sleuth. So why did he do this? Why he wanted to have a young Olivier, so he took an old Olivier from Sleuth with a mustache, took the mustache out in post, rendered that shit down, cooked some more magic, changed the dialogue around, ran it through a filter, auto-tuned it, and you got this. How do you know this? Because he has the remix album. How do you know it? Because How? How? Because I read the script 10 years before this film came out. Oh, okay. And it's all in the notes. It's all annotated. Was the apology on the script, or that's why I couldn't believe how amazing this film was going to be? Yes, you want you want an unshaven Olivier. Oh, you have to have unshaven. The carpets yeah. match the drapes. You want to take an unshaven Olivier, but you want a shaven image. Did he keep the lower half for himself for a little post to celebration? Now, how many times I want to ask you up? Uh, yeah. uh, I need like a you know. Un, over or under on this how many times the sound designer for the film had to digitally take out his mother saying Carrie time for supper <laughs> come upstairs get out of the playground she was really upset she thought he was watching porn this whole time that she was upset when she found he wasn't watching right porn. she was like god damn it not sky <laughs> captain why can't you jerk off like the regular boys Reading all this Buck Rogers comment. Whoa! John Hurt's in this? <laughs> that was actually the... They got... They got... They got uh, Wait, did I, did I say George me? That's, that's Carrie's note. No, but... <laughs> but that was... The, he, he had rent... He got Olivia... He got the permission to dig up Lawrence Olivier... Yeah. Corpse. <laughs> and they That's took really off, Olivier's they actually took off facial hair for this. No. Well. well, he only had facial hair for Sleuth. Although he probably had it for a Marathon Man too, but not the sequel. Well, I'm, just, I'm glad that we're sitting here with the foremost expert on Olivia's facial hair. <laughs> Something I I get upset yes. when I can't IMDb that. You know, like why can't? I Let me tell you that facial hair never touched Vivian Lee. Yeah. Never did. That that facial hair came after she died. How'd she die? She died from a broken heart, actually, mm. when she found out that he was bisexual. She had lost the will to live. She did. The, the Olivier, was he a bisexual man? Yes. Oh, he paid for it? Is that what you're saying? He did. He spoke both men. Like prostitutes? Blueprints, blue screen. This would be hilarious if you found out like, the biggest scam in the... And the world was that none of this is this is all, none of it was rendered in a computer. None I wonder. I wonder if you um if you confronted of any of these actors in an interview and brought this movie up, what would happen? 
confronted them. That's an like, interesting way like, to put like it. If you, no, you, like I'm interviewing Gwyneth for the movie, movie. Actually, they were both together in Contagion, weren't they? Not together, but... Well, they were in that movie for they, a while. She, Gwyneth, I think one Gwyneth, of them survives. Yeah, Gwyneth actually made it to the end, right? Of the, cre- of the first scene? Of, of the first scene, she made it to the end of. And they, oh, knocked her out. It's how to treat a real woman. Did he punch her? Yeah, he did. Decked her. Dexed. He, I think he had to get her off his back. I mean, what else are you going to do? Ask her to stay put? She just keeps trying to not she's take photographs. She's, she's going to follow him. And he's doing a suicide thing, right? That's what's happening here. I don't know. I'm not paying attention. Let's be honest. Who, who does know what's happening? Do you guys know? Yeah, he's, he's on a suicide mission here. He didn't want her bothering him. And she has a habit of riding in the back seat with him. So he didn't want that thing hanging around. Plus, they're not going to top the fucking threesome they'd had earlier. Here comes Bai Ling. Bai Ling, she was um, played a similar kind of role in everything else she's ever been in, correct? Yeah. yeah. Raise the Red Lantern. Revenge, if you know what I mean. Revenge of the Sith. She wasn't the Look, Star There's Darth Small. She was in Revenge of the Sith for one half of one second. Who would she play? She played a Jedi who got destroyed in one half of one second. Are you sure it was her? Yes. They needed they needed they a psychopath on the they set. They cut her whole scenes out. Did you see? But who cares? Was that the action sequence involving fights? That actor is dog pussy. Yeah, I know. He looks like a mixture of Jonathan Price and uh, Christopher Lloyd. Compliment. But without the talent of uh, either. Bai Ling is bored to... Oh, no. Well, that was actually... I don't know if that picked up, but that was actually the movie. <laughs> <laughs> They got most of the window startup music out of this. They scrubbed it. They yeah. Took, they scrubbed it, but they couldn't do only so much. How did she serve? <laughs> oh, she She's a cyborg. Going to save the day. Like, you try to knock me out, but I say I'm the one that saves the day. That's actual. But she wouldn't help him up this, this steep climb. You knock my shit out. That was an homage. Like, everything in this. There's just an homage to what's love got to do with it. She's laughing like, oh, she finally took her shot. I am you, Law. She's nobody's bitch. Oh, that's a movie right there. Just in time to get in the hole. (laughs) Are they going to find another desiccated item? This movie should just be them stumbling into places where <laughs> desiccated corpses are waiting with notes. It's like a bite of Tottenkopf's bones. That's that's a shot directly out of a different movie. Oh God, not another fucking cow. Is that a real cow? No, that's a that's the cow from Twister. Highest compliment. You could pay that cow. Cows are like, fuck no, don't ever say that again. Now, this is an arc filled with animals. What's going to happen to it? They're going to blow up every animal? <laughs> it's like an arc, right? It's like a Noah's thing. I don't know. I'm not really paying attention. You know, on the set, that cow, they had a nickname for it. What was that? Gwyneth Cowtrow. Really? Yeah. That's from the um, that's from the uh, notes side notes that Steve told me about in the script. 
Yeah, I know. Cow trough. Huh? Yeah. Are you sure that's not mood law? <laughs> what was lost here is that she was able was to a- decipher a- was that cryptic Angelina Jersey? Well, this movie was an utter failure, you know. You have to admit. <laughs> is he Sky Captain Beefheart? <laughs> Who's greenlight this green? That's true. That what? The, all the animals have parachutes. That is fucking ridiculous, by the way. <laughs> there is no way they make a parachute for a shrew. For a snake? Is there a snake? Snake a shoot. Sword. Uh-oh. Watch out, guys. Shards of Narsal. Uh-oh. This is, this is, this uh, another action stupid. <laughs> oh, just narrowly escapes death again. God, I'm numb. Yeah, what was tragic was that um, this movie during was made. that scene right there, Stuntman was actually killed. But the good news is... He died of old age in his home. He died of old age in his house. <laughs> you talking about Conrad? Like, Carrie, like during this arc scene, he, he got people a little concerned. He said, we lost five mice during this scene. But that was before USB 2. <laughs> they, uh, they actually did at one point have idea for the sequel the title of the sequel is that Olivia again yeah um the title of the sequel is sky captain oh god thank you for let give me another chance i <laughs> oh, really appreciate oh thank it, you guys. for let giving me another yeah, chance it's it like there's yeah. like a comma yeah they keep showing the verse darker here she's back they keep showing the verse darker which is obviously an homage from the ancient the uh, the old hammer film that frankenstein beats the shit out of his wife oh okay it's true. That's what the first arc is from. Little Flash Gordon, right? Little Flash Gordon love, sort of. In a way. Yeah. You loony bird. Now, guys, I don't mean to be weird, but what the fuck is happening? <laughs> well, last we saw, the, the, uh, the animals had escaped via their tiny parachutes because they are shrunken animals. <laughs> what is... What is happening? <laughs> so this is HB is a tribute to Harry Potter. Maybe Herman Belleville. This is... The <laughs> This is a majestic scene where you show off the Union Jack, which was one of the grossest parts of Gettysburg. <laughs> Splash down. What's in the pod? Which pod has the? Which pod's got all the turkeys in it? <laughs> Different Gwyneth movie. What's in the pod? Peter, these are lungs. Never mind. I don't know what. At this point, Kerry Conrad's fucking thrilled to tears because the movie's nearly over. And they his shot career's this, I think really they sh- over. I think he rendered this scene first. 
the ending. Look how excited Jude Law is. <laughs> so this is where she takes. She finally takes her picture, and it's a fuck up, right? I don't remember. God, what an idiot! What a fucking dummy! Oh, wait a minute. It is a fuck up. Oh fuck! Of course, she takes a picture of the dude. Carrie Connor and sending feminism back to the fucking Stone Age. Yeah, man. But on the positive side, she's going to diddle the living shit out of herself over that picture. Is that the end of it? Oh, because he said she had a lens cap on. Remember? He's like, you fucking took, didn't take the lens cap off. You fucking oh, my, they took out the of my career part. <laughs> Written and directed, and they said that's only the beginning. Written, directed, and left by... Marshall Oglesby was a producer. Mm. Let's just read the credits. I think that would Microsoft be Microsoft Bob was involved. Now, producer Sadie Frost helped produce it, and that was Jude Law's wife. Sexy time. Sadie. Yeah. Remember? She was in uh, Dracula. She's hot in Dracula, and, yeah, then, he, and then never again. And he left her. He's like, I'm out. Speaking of good plastic surgery, Rafaela De Laurentiis. Yeah, look at that. She's, at least she's alive. For now. Boom, gets his own credit. Boom. Giovanni, yeah. Great Boom. On, great on Breaking Bad. He would have been good in Diamonds Not, Are Forever. By the way, his last name is short for Gambled on this movie. By Ling? Michael Gambled perfect, on this movie. Perfect performance. There's the guy with the hair. Mm-hmm. Omid. Oh, he's in it. Sir Lawrence. We weren't really with him in this. No, Kevin Conran. Boom. He did the costume design and do the computer shit. That's Carrie. No, I said Carrie. I said special effects, which I meant. Oh, you talking? You think the the special effects were just ingrained? You think the clothes are the special effects in this? Well, because <laughs> the only thing that's real. This is perfect. I love the post the the bloopers in this. Oh my god! Yeah, this like, is great. This is uh, like uh like him defaulting on his home loan. <laughs> This is uh this is uh he actually cast this through uh you remember um AOL chat? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he cast this whole thing through AOL chat. He had the chat room. It was called uh, That's actually how we got most of the information. You've got fail. <laughs> <laughs> He's still on AOL, actually. He never he never gave it up. He's a purist, you know. Oh, did you get one of those discs in Stella the mail? Stella McCartney, look at this. She did the costumes for Gwyneth and Jude. You know, Stella's uh that's a little connection for Steve. That's uh Who's that? That's John Lennon's daughter. I thought it was Jesse McCartney's daughter. Oh, okay. Is that he's a who's Jesse McCartney? Yeah. He's some uh he's some kid, isn't he? Some kid with a with a voice. The credits for this movie are not unlike the credits of a Zucker Brothers movie where like you know, like in the Zucker Brothers movie they hide all these jokes in the credits. Mm-hmm. Except that the whole film is a joke. Oh, come on now. You're being a little too hard on this beautiful gem of a film Kirsten Conran was the art director mm-hmm. first and last job it's her moment her, her little her little brush with fame was that the mother mm-hmm. no that, that she was the cookie manufacturer he met his you know Conran met his wife on this did you guys know this no married his computer <laughs> 
He met his wife. <laughs> he took forever to marry her too. I said, "Why?" Well, he said, "Why? Why marry where you can get the uh, trial version for free?" You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's he's he. You know he's had a menage a trois before. Well, that's a lie. Shareware. <laughs> they had a kid. It was deformed malware. <laughs> well, that was fantastic. I'm glad everybody listened with us. Camera I'm operator. Hey, that's jo- uh, Joseph Kahn's camera operator, Chris Probst. Oh, really? Yep, it's his, it's his cinematographer now. Who fucking cares? <laughs> So, like, if you were, if you let, let's think of while we're watching these credits and see what shit happens. Who was the sec- set? Oh my god! It, there's, there's, there was Pierre Luigi Brasile. He's the guy who worked on. Um, um, What's the next logical progression for us to do a commentary from <laughs> Taken to Sky Captain? Boom! What's well, Steve next? Steve and I weren't on the Taken one. It's still, it's still part of the canon. Hmm. But that's what I'm saying. Is your Gerard you're, Slavin? This is like a rotating cast of commentators. You don't want to keep Steve and I on it. You want to go to, you want to dip into other people, right? I want help deciding what the next film is going to be. It's not about individuals; it's about the product. Um, and who who did you do the first one with Ren and who else? And Andrew Hawkins. Andrew Hawkins. Okay. Um. Well, the logical progression would get taken. I don't know why we're why are we deciding this during the commentary. That's unheard of. So the readers and listeners have something to like get salivating over. Um. You think about okay, so Osmosis Jones is an obvious choice because mm. of the connection to the site. Um, other great choices include, um, well, <laughs> Mansfield Park. <laughs> that would be, I'd watch that again. Um, I can't. It's funny. I can't think of any movies right now. What about switching channels, Patriot Games. Um, Can you imagine the commentary fun we'd have on switching channels? We might make a few <laughs> jokes on Burt Reynolds. <laughs> what about um, Basic Instant Instinct Two? I never saw that. I did. How was it? Awful. Um, and it sucks because I had, I had a huge hopes. What about Just Cause? Oh, I got a good one, guys. Yeah. Fucking alligator attack. I got a good one. Okay. Now you have to promise me that we're going to do it, though. Well, why'd you guys do that movie for the commentary? Just cause. <laughs> uh, I saw that in the theater, by the way. Uh, Chicago. Richard Gere. Renee Zellweger. Catherine Zeta-Jones. Edward Murphy. Oh, shit. That's Dreamgirls. Additional visual effects by ILM. Tiffany that's a nice Shepard. little... It's like a nice little chip to have. <laughs> I thought, can't, wait a minute, did they? I didn't. I didn't know that Kerry Connor had any support in this. He had a little ILM action come in. Duh. Are you shitting me? So what did he do? Like represent? He just brought I, in all this blocked up shit. He, he like smoothed. He it had over? The, he had to bring yeah. him in for the reboots. He's like, here's some wireframes. Just fucking make it count. So that shit looked like Minesweeper, and they made him. They made it out to look like incredible shit. ILM came and worked their magic. No, he brought it in and it looked like Minesweeper. And it was, the script was was pretty much the script from Minesweeper. <laughs> yeah. And then they, they added, they made it pretty. 
That's what I'm saying. So what did he do? But the script was still mind screwing. What did it what did it look like? Did he they were like, Hey, could you guys help me out? I I got Gwyneth and she's there's a big there's a big block behind her. We should do brain scan on the podcast. Oh. You're not saying Lone Wolf McQuaid. I love Lone Wolf McQuaid. I'd watch that one again, but I wouldn't say anything because I actually like the film. Because it's Chuck Norris doing a Clint Eastwood film. What's a good Cliff Curtis movie? Wait a minute. Let me just clear something up. Steve, you like this film. This Sky one? Captain. Yes. Not anymore. Because of this? Yeah. We should do commentaries. We, we've you, The two of you and the three of me have no, ruined this film. We should me. call this The Last Date. It's like... Like we we this is the these commentaries are us never watching a movie again. It's like this is the we'll never see Sky Captain again in our lives. This okay, is the, I got the per, then I got the, the perfect the big boot. I got the perfect the perfect fall up. Mannequin two, Sky Captain. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Sky Captain isn't good enough to just be called. You can't. It's not. It's not part of the public consciousness enough to just call it Sky Captain, right? We have to call it the full title. In the world of never, because I think I agree with his uh, his idea. We should come up with a film that we're never going to ever watch again. I think we one. should. Yeah, this should be the big fade, the big send off. That's what you're going to call these, the big fade. The big fade. Well, I can't. I can't promise that I'm never. Gonna and they watch. don't have to. They don't have to be bad well, movies. They could be movies that again. we're like. I think it's time to to put an end to it. I don't know. Do we're we? getting older. The time is fleeting. That's for sure. God, we're Nick and I are fucking old. Steve's do still do I? I mean, do we need to see, Do we need to watch? Not really. I mean, do we need to watch the French Connection two ever again? I, need to I might need. I might need to keep that one. Do we day. need to watch Cousins? No, I don't. Th- I'm, I'm. I'm tired of seeing it. No one wants to listen to a commentary of Cousins. They, no one's gonna watch. The fuck Cousins. they don't. Are we tired of seeing Daryl? No. What about Cloak and Dagger? I used to love that movie when I was a kid. Uh, yeah, that would be a good one to send away. The heart beeps. <laughs> the howling. I've never seen The Howling, actually. I've seen Howling 3. I've never seen The Howling. By the way, this is recorded with Pixar's Render Man. <laughs> Insurance provided by AON.com. Jesus Christ, these credits are longer than Conran's career. <clears throat> than Conran's career. <clears throat> <laughs> Characters and incidents portrayed and the names here and are fictitious. Any similar to real Sky Captain is a mistake. This was shot in 2004. Which one of our died. So that was not quite 10 years old. This movie is uh, an hour and 47 minutes. Conrad was 10 years old when we made it though, right? Mm-hmm. All right, let's watch it again. We are controlling transmission.